0: Well, talk about scriptures getting complex. Here it comes. But it's wonderful because it's going to open up the the mystery of the cross, because the cross really is mystery that that such love could come from such a wretched spot. Um, But here we have this story of Moses leading the people uh, from slavery to freedom, And they complain, 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 complain. There's not enough food. There's not enough water. And then turn around right away and say, we don't like this wretched food. So there is food. But they're complaining like mad. So um, that part doesn't surprise me because that's how people are. I've told you before, you want to upset people in the church? Move a statue. Woo! They'll go crazy on you. How come you moved it? That's been there for 30 years. And like it's God's law or something. But people just are people. All of us, me included. We can be so gripey and complainy and and dissatisfied. It's the lower stuff. It's the stuff of the earth. So human. Um, But it gets more complicated because it says that God, retaliating against these crabby people, sent serpents, fiery serpents, serpents as if they were from hell to bite them and kill them what kind of a god is this this is crazy so there's only a few things that that you can say about this and you make up your own decision I'm not going to tell you what to think either it happened exactly like it says that God got angry and and sent uh, serpents to them to kill them which is a problem for me because how can we make God angry? I mean, I'm a human being. How can I make the God of the universe angry? Really? I have that much power over God? I don't know. It does make sense. Or maybe this is a projection on God. When, when we don't like something in ourselves, we really see it in other people fast. And we, we love to criticize it in them. Um, I talk a lot. Okay, It's part of my job. So when I come around somebody that talks two or three times more than me, oh, I, I, oh, they talk so much, they drive me crazy. Well, maybe I'm not so satisfied with that in me. Projecting. We always project. So uh, the Jews were great for projecting things back on God. God did it. God did it. God punished it. That's why we're suffering. But I think the mature way to look at it is consequences for actions. You complain and gripe and complain and gripe and complain and gripe, and suddenly you're a victim and your life is miserable. Did God do that, or did we create our own hell? I think we create our own hell plenty of times. But what gets mystical in this story is that, and this is an odd thing, um, is that God says to Moses, You see these fiery serpents are biting them and killing them, so you make a bronze serpent, stick it on a pole and put it up in the ground so they have to look up and see the serpent. And if they look up and see the serpent, they will live. What's going on here? Well, of course, at this time in history, people thought the world was flat and the heavens were above and hell was below. And they were wrong. They didn't understand the uh, geography uh, uh, or the cosmology of the, the world, the universe. So um, it's easy for them to have misunderstood. God and the heavens are above and the angels and all of that. So if we are mired in sin, in, in the stuff of the world, in our earthiness, and we're gripey, complainy, some point we got to look up, raise our eyes to the heavens so that our spirit can be lifted up and connect again and maybe that will transform this mess that we are sometimes. We look up to the heavens. But the beauty of what John does today because neither Matthew, Mark or Luke do it but John is the latest gospel probably around 100, 110 years, 40, 50 years of Christianity already and he refers back to the story of Moses lifting up A bronze serpent to save them from their sinful complaining and their death. And we look up to the cross. When we look up at that cross and see that figure hanging there, but not just that he's hanging there and dying, but that he's loving and forgiving, that's salvation. That's connecting us with him who was from above and we're from below. And in our own earthiness and sinfulness and crabbiness, where we can so easily sink any day of the week, anytime, so easy to trip and fall, if we just look up at that cross and just look up at that love and just begin to get it, that even hated, you don't have to hate back. You don't have to. That's salvation. That's making the human divine. And this is the gift that is given to us in Holy Week. So we're being prepped. We're getting ready to celebrate it because we got to. If we don't do this, we're, we're going to miss the point. We've got to come to the cross and find its power and its glory and, and the salvation that it offers to us. And if we do that, and when we do that, we will truly be ready for the gift of Easter.